featuring J-Ho Groove and the lovely Just One Miss. We're the Oatmeal Conspiracy, and this is the show that answers the question, is it hype or is it hate? We're going to leave you now and hand it over to J-Ho and Groove. Take it away, boys. Here we go. Whoops. Welcome to episode 53, whoops, <laughs> of I Don't Like Their Old Stuff. This is uh, J-Ho, and Groove is here. hey And Just One Miss has got her boyfriend in town or some bullshit, so she's not on the show. Not, you know, not devoted. Not really, not, you know. Not she's getting we're... a big head, too. I talked to her the other day. She was talking about how she might try to get a job on a radio show. What? Yeah, Parlay, the... the the experience she's gotten here into that, and she gave us no credit though. She was she didn't say, oh, because I, you know, you guys have like because you guys raised me from a pup, you know, into this fabulous producer that I am. Yeah, well, I, I, I the question the wind- is, she going to put us on her resume? That's the real question. I told her, don't do it. Don't put me down as a as a reference. Uh, yeah, I'm. Um... I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm conflicted about it. I'm conflicted. We're, we're the wind beneath her wings. I'm just afraid, you know, I think she's, she, you know, she's going to jump ship. Where would she be without us? I don't know. You know, as soon as you get big, you forget the little people. You know, the ones that, that grinded it out for you. The yeah. te- The teacher that stayed after class to make sure you got it. You know, that's us. That's what we're doing here. And I agree. Just I agree. Like that, she's going. She's going off to the big world of FM radio. Uh, apparently. Oh wow. I don't know. Yeah, she was just she, she. She let it slip that she's she's shopping her services around. <laughs> I think this new job might be at a radio station. She hasn't really been clear about what she's doing. Yeah. So she, I think she's she's trying to, to sneak out. She's going to yeah. make sure that she's got that new, and then she's going to just leave us hanging, huh? Just she used us. Just like how, you know, when Clave jumped ship and went to that science podcast. It's just like, and then you remember, you remember back in the day when Tom Sibley started his career out on our show, and now he's a, you know, he's a Launched huge his career, and now he, he's a huge sensation. <laughs> yeah, now he's in, in magazines and stuff and not saying anything about us. Featured on Comedy Central, not talking about us. He didn't it's, say, yeah, I got my start on this show. Ungrateful. I don't think he ever listened to an episode of this show anyway. So I don't think he even listened to the one he was on. No, he probably he talked the he shit out of him listened. today. Yeah, he did. <laughs> you did too. Yeah, I did. I did. You started it. I just, you know, I, just I, I had lunch with Mitchell yesterday, and um, he said, you guys Mitchell. really... Hold on, hold on. Mitchell of the Oatmeal Conspiracy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which, by the way, I remind me to talk about the Oatmeal Conspiracy. Yeah, we will. Okay. Um, you got that written down, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was. I was eating lunch with Mitchell of the Oatmeal Conspiracy yesterday. He blessed me with his, with his presence. And he said, you guys really need to get that Tom Sibley guy back on. I liked him. <laughs> he said he was a really polarizing character, but I, I think he needs to get back on the show. And I seconded that notion that if anything you know it's just like the decision people are talking about it yeah no press is bad press they they may like it they may not like it but either way they're talking about it 
But now that he's so, you know, an internet sensation, he may not have the time for us. Just like Miss is about to move on to talk radio. and uh, They always come back, though. Clave came back. He did. Hat in hand. You know, you know. Please let me do some free work for you again. <laughs> oh. Hey, you, your mic's a little hot. Move it out of your, uh, out of your, out of your tonsils a little bit. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um, yeah, so there we are. This is where we're at. This is, what, this is, is this really episode 53? I called it 53 and a half. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a minute. And, but let's and get I, in. I called it 53 and a half. They raping everybody out here. Yeah. Antoine. Yeah. All right, fine. What? Maybe. I didn't watch that video, so I don't really know what it is. Oh. Well, there's there's that video, then the auto-tune version of that video. I'm sure there's always an auto-tune version. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. Let's get to uh, housekeeping. Yeah, so housekeeping. This week, number one fan is uh, a guy that I didn't think listened to our show, but has been listening apparently for a while oh, now. God. That's so scary. Yeah, my yeah. There's all these creepers out there hiding in the shadows. Uh, maybe not that many creepers. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's our buddy P Dog, one of my oldest friends. Not oldest as in he's really old, but I, we've been friends for a long time. <laughs> uh, and uh, P Dog, world renowned musician, uh, all around. You know, speaking of famous people, smooth guy. Yeah, he's in a f- famous band. <laughs> yeah. He's in an 80s cover band. He plays a mean keyboard. He play, pretty much can play any instrument. Yeah. P-Dog's one of these guys that, like, he just decided he wanted to play the piano, so he, like, said, okay, well, I'm going to listen to somebody play the piano and learn how to play the piano. He can sit down. You can t- you, He can hear a song and play it, like, immediately. Like, it's amazing how, you know, he's got that talent like that. Some people are musically inclined but don't have that set of skills. And uh, P-Dog, yeah, so he's been listening to the show, and he, he really liked the, the rich people problem segment. That was that, right up his alley. That part took off. Oh, Mr. Passant, you know, on Twitter, Mr. Columbia, he uh, he had a whole series of hashtag rich people problems. Yeah, his were uh, theoretical problems, yeah. not ones that he had actually encountered, but ones that might be encountered. You're upset about the BP oil spill because your stock dropped? Yeah, uh, another one was something about uh, about eggs Benedict. Benedict. Yeah, <laughs> your eggs Benedict aren't 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 done well enough. Which uh, you know everybody knows that eggs Benedict is what rich people eat for breakfast every morning, every day. Yeah, every day of the week. Uh, yeah, so he's got some of those, and also Clave got in the mix and threw us one today. Uh, an article that we'll get up on the uh, website about a guy who backed his. Uh, I think it's a uh, looks like an excursion. Yeah, with a boat on it. Uh, backed it into the lake and just kept on backing. <laughs> and uh, just swamped it. And uh, Clay made a good point, though. He said, rich people problems seems to be coming boat-related douchery. Because <laughs> 95% of them have to do with boats. Well, you know, it's such a... It's pretty easy to assume that if somebody's got the money to buy a boat with, which really serves no purpose unless they're fishing... You know, if you got a yeah. toy boat, then you're not going to get much sympathy when that toy boat sinks. Yeah. Well, hey, but this is, it's funny that P-Dog is our number one fan because P-Dog got a boat now. <laughs> you can believe that P-Dog has a boat because of his lifestyle, you know? He's one of these guys that's like, you know, drinking champagne every day. 
He likes the finer things in life. He doesn't wake up till two because he's out late at night playing his keyboard. Oh yeah, playing he video is, games. Yeah. One of my fondest memories ever is is P Kane and I coming down and staying with you and P Dog, and we played disc golf. We made a funny yeah. video. And we played yeah. a lot of Halo 2. Or Halo 1? I don't know. It was on the... Halo projection. 2, I think. Halo yeah. 2 on this huge projection screen. And P-Dog... My introduction to P-Dog was meeting him as he came home from work. And we were playing that video game. And he just sat down on the keyboard and started playing music and singing. Like, yeah. he was just chilling. Just like, oh, good to meet you. And then he started saying, do you want to ride in the back, <laughs> in the back seat of okay. Chopping up the do or die. Yeah, that you tweeted that as a guilty pleasure, but I really would like it if you would maybe add that at the end of our outro. It, sure, it, yeah. You guys want to, what is it, Poe Pimp? Yeah. I don't do know how I, I don't know how a pimp is Poe. But either that's way. A, I mean he's got a caddy. Yeah. You know. That's that's the unique thing about the name, is this Poe Pimp. Poe Pimp himself is a paradox. Right. It's a paradox. <laughs> Yeah, P Dog has a, uh, an affection for like '80s bands like uh, Chicago, which you know had so many hits in the '80s, light rock hits. <laughs> he loves playing that sort of stuff, and like I, I learned an appreciation of those kind of bands through him. Yeah, really learned a lot about music from because we used to hang out in his basement in high school and just listen to like Boston or uh, New Order or all kind of just random stuff. And uh, I talk to him just about every day on uh, on GChat now. He's on and GChat. He's a, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you're gonna have to hit me up with that. I'm, oh, I, I will. Yeah, he, he'll uh, he'll send you some ridiculous shit. You love some ridiculous shit, <laughs> and he woke you up with some ridiculous shit every day. Yeah. So well, that's good. That's so good. hype to P Dog. Thanks for P Dog. Did he, he, <laughs> I didn't think he listened to the show because he listened to like episode two. Yeah. And was like. I said something to him. I was like, hey, man, you want to do me a favor? And he was like, what, listen to your shitty podcast again? <laughs> so I didn't bring it up again. But I guess he's come back around. But it was, to be fair, it was pretty shitty back then. It not was, it was shitty. And somebody really told me they were going back to listen to episode one. I think it was Clay. So I thought it was a waste of time. You're like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. As a matter of fact, don't don't listen now either. We ain't that much better. <laughs> yeah, I think I hope that we're good by about one hundred. That's what well. I'm excited. We're gonna get some new equipment, which we'll talk about in a minute. But once we get the new equipment, I think we're gonna maybe tighten up the format a little bit. Yeah, and uh, add some cackling witches. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's gonna take it to the next level, as they say. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Who that? All right, uh, so number one <laughs> hater this week is uh, Nate Helgerson's wife, Alba. Uh, <laughs> they came in town. Nate Nate and his wife, Alba, they moved to uh, right outside Wilmington. Nate's flying Yeah, they're right down the road from me. I don't understand how that man flies helicopters or who gave him the keys to a helicopter, but whatever. They came out, and um, and we went out to play trivia. It was uh, Grizzles, his wife, and, uh, and some friends of mine from school, and, and, and Nate and Alba. <laughs> I mean, like... They would ask a question. It would be like, "I know the answer. It's it's this." And then somebody would be like, "No, it's not that. It's this." And go, "Oh, yeah, no, I think you're right." <laughs> <laughs> but she, they were talking about the podcast, and and he said that he doesn't have any free time. So when he tries to listen to the podcast, it's when he goes to bed and he puts on headphones. 
And yeah. um, <laughs> every time an album comes to bed and he's listening to it, she lifts the headphones off his head and says, turn that shit off. <laughs> Hater. She's real sweet, though. She's 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 a cool girl. And uh, but, but it was, they were leaving. He was telling me that. And he was like, man, and album always makes me turn it off. And I was like, uh-oh, you're gaining that number one hater spot. But, um, yeah. Yeah, we need to. I mean, we'll go ahead and throw Helgerson up in the pantheon of super fans because he really does interact with us more than most fans do. He sent that uh, bucket of dicks today. Yeah, he's he's up there with uh, with Clave and well, Miss, but she works for the show now, so take her out of there. And uh, you know, Clave and and Miss and uh, oh, uh, Zell. What's what's his Zell? Yeah, the Rev Zell, the Reverend Zell, Reverend Zell. Up in there, so uh, yeah, we got them up there. Probably put Mikey in there too. Well, you know, Pantheon. put Grizzles up there too. He listens to every single show we've ever done. Yeah, he he doesn't say much to us though. But... He doesn't say much anymore. No, he used to. Back, yeah. I think when he was vying for that affection, but now that he's been on the show. You know, he's... now that he got number one fan, he <laughs> doesn't care. He's moved on. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was honorable mention number one hater to uh to Owen. <laughs> Once again, the perennial uh, uh, number one hater, uh, Owen Evans, because today we just, we just like, somehow he got into an email where you and I were fighting, and it wound up that he got it, he he got dicked over in the end by it. They, it, it yeah, he was, I don't even remember how the email chain started, but it was just the three of us. And then we started <clears throat> we started going against each other, and I said we shouldn't do this in front of Owen. And you said you're right. Owen's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> there was about five more emails of us slagging off Owen. And he Owen had not said a peep yet. He didn't I don't say think. anything. He didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, and then we just 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 destroyed him. Just ruined his self esteem. Uh, Rags on we, sticks. <laughs> that's, that's the new. That's the new uncalled for hate. Is you? Yeah. You're, you're putting somebody with rags on sticks. You're just yeah. washing, washing, rags, washing them with rags on sticks like an elephant. Yeah. Um. Uh, All right. Well. So yeah. Go ahead. No. Yeah. I was gonna say move on. This mic. Yeah. So the, the uh, a little housekeeping. We're we're getting close to getting enough money for these microphones. Yep. We, we could really stand to have you know about hundred more bucks. 150 more bucks. Um, so we need to make some money. We recorded a show last week that was so bad that Groove and I decided, and we've only done this one other time, the infamous death episode, which didn't make it on. There's been three episodes now that have not been published. Yeah, there's one the lost the episode. Right, there was the death episode, which we said, no, nah, we're not going to put that up. There's the lost episode that got lost on my old hard drive. Yep. What's that? Nothing. What's that music? I don't have any music. What is that? I ain't got no music. What's this? Oh, that's uh, something's playing. YouTube. <laughs> I th- you okay. Was, stop, stop. That was me. That was I was I was pausing the YouTube and it, it started up. The Arcade Fire is playing on there right now. Um, yeah. So anyway, and and then last week's episode, which uh, which we just did not want to release, and the reason why is we just didn't think it had the energy. It just wasn't that good, and so we just made the call not to release it. And Miss was like, "I thought it was good." Yeah, and because she because tried to move on. 
Well, because she upstaged us. She was the only good thing about it. Yeah. She was on, and that's why she wants it up, so that she can make us look bad. Yeah. But we decided that if we can raise $5 between now and next show, we'll release that lost episode. episode The true episode 53. We will release it if you want to hear it. But guarantee, I suggest that you only, we need to raise five total dollars in order to hit that mark to do it. We really need more money than that. But just to put up the show, we want to reach five dollars. I suggest you don't donate any more than like a dollar. Because if you donate any more than a dollar, you're going to be disappointed you're that g- you gave up all that money. And I don't want you to be mad at us. Buyer's remorse. Yeah. <laughs> I so. paid for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. But see, if everybody that listens donates a dollar, if everybody that listens, according to our numbers, donates a dollar, we'll meet the mark. Oh, yeah. But I don't yeah. think everybody, everybody's going to donate a dollar. Furthermore, we, we had an idea today, and Joey tweeted it. We only got one response, but those of you that are listening, um, we're thinking about doing a T-shirt and, and to, to help us raise money for the uh, microphones. If you think that if you're, if you're sure that you would buy a T-shirt, <clears throat> Email us at I only like their old stuff at gmail.com and say, yeah, if you guys made a T-shirt and it was legit, which it obviously will be legit, then yeah. then you know then I would pay then I would pay X amount of dollars for it. It will feature illustrations from Clave, which are totally legit, and he's going to be famous one day, and you're going to want some of his artwork. So, <laughs> does that keep up the doodling? Keep um, up the doodling. Um, yeah, so get that money in. You know, donate. And tell us if you don't want a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Tell us either way. Tell us no, T-shirts are stupid, or your T-shirts would be stupid, and I don't want it. Okay, so that we know for sure. Because we're tired of making Owen number one hater. Yeah. <laughs> we will make fun of you on the podcast. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah, so, all right. So that's all for housekeeping. Um, I just want to say that ESPN is fucking terrible. Ooh, time out. Shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hate... I go always ahead. do it to you. Let's go ahead and talk about the new Oatmeal Conspiracy website. Oh, uh, you just fucking... You just you just shot me down. I always do it. I'm sorry. You always do it. But I yeah, don't, you're I like, okay, let's move along. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I want to make sure that we don't forget it. Yeah, okay. Well, the oatmealconspiracy.com is where you want to go to check out the Oatmeal Conspiracy, which does our, they're our boys. They do our music, uh, the intro and the outro, and they got some new stuff cooking for us. They've got, Uh, they're going to have a new download every week. It's either going to be a B-side or what they recorded that day in the studio or re-releasing an old song with a new flavor to it, whatever. And that's usually going to come out on Sunday. Or a new version of our theme song is going to be part of that rotation. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to him yesterday about possibly recording some segment songs. So, yeah. you know, with a little grab bag song. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they're also going to be doing bitch. blog posts of like music reviews of different albums and um, you know that kind of stuff. So check out theoatmealconspiracy dot com for new shit. Yeah, go to theoatmealconspiracy dot com. Adam Carolla has man get man great. We have the oatmeal conspiracy. Booyah! Except the oatmeal conspiracy gives us music instead of money. <laughs> but whatever. So ESPN sucks. That's that's almost like a, a moot point. These days. It, I, no, but I've just like it, I've reached the point where I've like truly embraced the fact that it sucks. Because up until now, the past couple, you know, past year or year and a half, I've been like, man, 
wonder if ESPN sucks. No, it probably doesn't. Now I'm like, it just truly sucks. Yeah, the point for me when yeah. I when I accepted it was when I, I really did stop watching SportsCenter. I was like, this is no longer relevant to me. Yeah, SportsCenter is basically a Saturday Night Live skit now. Because <laughs> their little catchphrases and little snarky comments are just like, we're past it now. We're like, you, 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 that's, that's your shtick. And now it's become your shtick too much. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I just like the whole thing with the LeBron thing, which we've already talked about, has just burned me up even more. I've just thought about it more. I'm like, man, they really just bought that story, you know? Yeah. They really bought that story, and them buying that story affected how that story was reported on. And that's not being journalists. I'm, you know? I'm with you. I, the, and, the, it, the failure it, of, of what our mainstream political media has, has, has now trickled down into our sports broadcasting as well. Oh, Definitely. There's still a few bright spots. There's still some people. I still like the first take show because they tend to have just a variety of different topics and stuff. And yeah. they don't, you know, it's just there is they the reporting I get is from them, not from Sports Center. Yeah. You know, and even that they, they do some bullshit sometimes, but it's just like, uh, and it really hit hit another nasty mark this week when uh, they were reporting on Brett. Favre's uh, potential retirement, at, and they were reporting it as if it were fact, but no one had confirmed any of the facts. Yeah. And so, you know, it's the big thing where, like, ESPN, and ESPN feigns outrage over it. I can't believe that he won't tell us for sure whether he's retiring or not. <laughs> Bullshit. You fucking love it. Yeah. Okay, you make the big deal out of it, all right? And that's what they've done. They've made a big deal out of it. And it's they're they're trying to be TMZ. Ever since the Tiger Woods incident, they have upped their their shitty reporting. Coming up after yeah. the break, will Brett Favre be throwing a pigskin this fall? Yeah, Brett Favre, greatest human being ever. You be the you be the decider. Sportsnation.com, vote for the poll. Yeah, yeah, you you decide. And then they get every little pundit they have. I can't stand Brett Favre. I think he's just a prima donna. I think he's just doing it for drama. No, he's doing it so that you report on it, okay? I don't really think he's trying to punk your ass, okay? <laughs> he wants to see how ridiculous you will get with this. Agreed. I'm the choir right here. You're preaching to me. Well, just a little rant, you know? <laughs> Oh, right. I mean, but ESPN is a big part of our lives as sports fans, as something. I, mean, I go to their site every day. I um, I kind of think that. I mean, I'm I'm down with the I'm down with the deuce. You know, if they kept yeah. ESPN U and ESPN Two, like that's the only ESPN I watch anymore. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, if I can catch Around the Horn, I'm going to watch Around the Horn. Around the Horn is to me what first take is to you. Yeah, Just because and I, I like BTI, but I listen to their podcast. Like, I love Woody Page. That's why I watch Around the Horn. And I, you gotta love Woody Page. I do like I do like Around the Horn. Yeah, I would like but, to have Woody Page's chalkboard as my back computer background and just have that change about every thirty yeah. minutes. His chalkboard is hilarious. Yeah, it is. So, anyway, yeah, he is good. But I wish there was an alternative to ESPN. That's the thing. There's not. There's some like you know, there's some pretty good blogs out there and stuff. But as far as like a network, like what are you gonna watch Fox Sports Network or whatever, Fox South, yeah. Fox Sports South, or I don't even know what it is. No, you, yeah, I watch that. That's that's why you don't even know what it is. Obviously, you're not watching it. 
Yeah. No need. I am hyped. Uh, did you, I sent you the email about uh, Tom Shales is writing a book, like a expo, expose book about the history of ESPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll and, be getting that. I have the um, the Saturday Night Live one. Oh, you do? Yeah, I listened to that that on tape, the book on tape of that. He did. A, it's called Live from New York: yeah. The History of Saturday Night Live, and it's it's uh, got a lot of tasty information. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and hey, you said that ESPN is concerned about that. Oh yeah, apparently they're. Uh, I the blog I read said that they are shitting themselves. <laughs> yeah, so there's like they're and they're they're being really tight lipped about the book because they don't want anything. To, they don't want ESPN to try to get their hands on it and force them to change things. So. Hmm. Interesting. When's that going to drop? Um, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't even have a name yet, so I guess it's going to be a little Oh, while. so he's, start, he's not finishing it. He's, he's in the process. They are working on it. They are. It is. I think it is almost written, but I think that they haven't like gotten the d- distribution stuff done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, wish, I just wish that Bill Simmons would go and form his own sports network. Well, obligatory Bill Simmons reference came first from you and not from me. I was going to yeah. mention it when um, you were talking about the LeBron decision thing because the – did you listen to that two-parter podcast that he yeah. just published? That was a pretty good discussion about LeBron, I thought. Yeah. But uh, that's all I'm, I'm going to say. Joey, yeah. Joey had an infographic today via email to me of, of how uh, – who, who is it at the top of the food chain? Jimmy Kimmel? It's yeah, like, that's why I, it's a good topic. I'll add that down as what we're going to talk about next. So <laughs> se- go ahead and segue into that. Well, so it's a, we've got a pyramid here, and at the top of the pyramid is Jimmy Kimmel. And underneath the pyramid going to the right is Adam Carolla, and underneath Adam Carolla is Joey Hall. And then going to the left is Bill Simmons. Underneath Bill Simmons is me, right? That's what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it's basically uh, our podcast influences the web web of pod, of podcast influences, or or as I came to call it later, six degrees of Jimmy Kimmel. Because <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, Bill Simmons, and Adam Carolla obviously started out working with Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. and then they broke off and did their own stuff. And they still they're they're interconnected with Jimmy Kimmel still and work with him on stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, there's tons of people that have gone off and done other things that have worked with them. You know, and, uh, you know what links what links you and I at the bottom of the food chain there? What? Dave Damashek. Yeah, that's right. Full circle. So, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't have any... I like Bill Simmons. Just I just don't have the overwhelming love for him that you have. Right, and I wouldn't necessarily, you know, toss Adam Carolla's salad, but possibly, given the opportunity, you would do that. Am I right? Well, I do. Tell me I'm I wrong. love. I love Adam Carolla. I love that me man. And, and a lot of other people. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And a lot of people love Bill Simmons. So Basically, it's, uh, what you're saying is we should be writers for Jimmy Kimmel. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel call us. But we when it to. comes back to it, Jimmy Kimmel has a late night show. What we should really have is our own late night show. Wherein yeah, I am me behind the desk. Mm, two desks. One couch. No. Two desks. One smaller desk that you said <laughs> for comic effect. It needs to be a bigger desk. Let's be honest. I've got a little bit more room that I'm working with. Well, that's the that's the funny part of it. Or maybe you it's need. Like, oh, why did they give him such a little desk? 
<laughs> well, we know why they gave Joey a bigger desk, because his ego can't fit behind a smaller desk. I, me, oh. I'm the humble one that can you know, get out of here. A smaller desk. I'm just saying. Get out of here. Well, you're getting off topic. We the So, basically, Groove has the love for Bill Simmons, and it has influenced his experience on this podcast, I think, and I have the love for Adam Carolla, and it's, experience, it's influenced my experience with this podcast. But I think the podcast came, us doing the podcast came before either one of, well, before I started listening to Bill Simmons. Cause what oh, yeah, was, but... Go ahead. But you can't deny that, it, especially, like, it has affected, it has influenced the way we've done the show, especially the past, like, ten episodes. If if in just the fact that we've talked about That's things true. that okay. we've heard from okay. this guy's show, no, our I'm show not... has basically become a show, a podcast about podcasts. <laughs> I think from now on we should just edit in clips of Bill Simmons and Adam Carolla, so it's as if they're here with us. <laughs> we'll just make a once, show out of once other podcasts. Once we start getting the cackling witch, once we get our new microphones and we can do that, we'll need to yeah. just get a clip of, of Adam Carolla saying, you know what, you're right. And Bill Simmons yeah. saying, "You know what? You're right." And, yeah. uh, and we'll see, and we'll just get their validation whenever we need it, because clearly we don't get it from our own listeners. <laughs> no. That sounds good. I'm down with that. I can get behind but those. That. Those guys have got some. They've got good things from their podcast that we we could steal from a lot worse. <laughs> Bill Simmons does an excellent job with guests, and then Adam Carolla has sort of the formatting down. You know, That's like, right? And so it's all like. It's good, you know. That's funny how that circles whole- out too, because I would say objectively, you're better with the show, and I'm better with the guests. I make them feel welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you and you sure. sit on task. <laughs> yeah, I, I drive. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, and even even the fact that we're getting the cackling witch, which we mean, they call it in the biz, they call it drops. <laughs> we're getting some drops. <laughs> Getting some sound effects. Uh, <laughs> even that—that that is coming directly from. I, we're ripping that off from Adam Carolla's show. As a matter of fact, I'm going to steal all his sound effects and just use them all. Because they, they use sound effects in their show, and it's pretty good. And so, I talk to people all the time. They're like, "I'm like, man, I listen to the show from Adam Carolla," and they're like, "Oh man, I've been listening to that forever." And I, Mitchell tonight was like, "Dude, I listen to that every day." Wow. So. Huh. Well, I just now started subscribing to it. I figured I'd give it another shot. I mean, I didn't not like it the first couple of times I listened to it. I just never listened to it on a regular basis. It takes a little bit, and he says some shit that irritates me at times, but yeah. overall, I just I like, I try to kind of let him be who he is. Okay. And as you said, the connective tissue in this whole thing is Dave Damashek, because yeah. Dave Damashek is friends with Bill Simmons and Adam Carolla. Uh, and, and he he's has got his, his own. <laughs> yeah. He's got his own show on the Ace Broadcasting Network, the Adam Carolla Broadcasting Network, called Days of Thunder, which uh, is pretty funny, too, which is it's two guys yelling at each other, which is often what our show is. Mm-hmm. Only they're and, better at it than we are. They've been, doing yeah. it, they've been doing it for less time, and they're better than we are. But we have less annoying accents than them. <laughs> Dave Damashek, I was cooking some wieners <laughs> and some burgers. His voice is pretty grating. Yeah, but it's part of the charm of the show. So yeah, check out the Dave's of Thunder podcast. They do a great job with their uh, theme songs too, the parody theme songs. Just good. So 
That's enough love for that. I want our own broadcasting network. We need an IOLTOS network. Well, if you're interested in doing a shitty podcast, email us. If you, our standards are low. <laughs> if you want to have your own show on on the IOLTOS broadcasting network, hit us up. We want to add some shows. <laughs> maybe we could. Maybe Miss will want to do her own show. Doesn't she already do her own show? Don't they do she, a podcast about wine? Yeah, they do a, a video, a vodcast. Ew. Uh, about about uh, wine. Yeah, we should we should we should give them some props. Uh, it's called Two Hot Bloggers and a Bottle of Wine. And uh, it's basically two bloggers talking about a wine. <laughs> and they do it on the video. They do it with uh, Red Lotus Mama, who's been a number one fan of our show. Really good friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, so check them out. If you like wine, if you like Two Hot Bloggers, there you go. Two <laughs> Hot Bloggers and a Bottle of Wine dot com. I just did their uh, their business cards and the graphics for their website, too, so. Is their business card shaped like a bottle of wine? Yeah. It's got a picture of me on it. Yeah. <laughs> I like to incorporate myself in all if anybody, If anybody should be the face of wine, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Never had a drop. Yeah. I, yeah wine? Yeah. Red, Why not? Red, Red Lotus, was. she's on a trip right now, the, the trip that we had talked about with Miss the other day. And... Uh, she on the plane. She tweeted a picture of a bottle of wine, a little mini bottle of wine, and I I, I looked at it. I was like, man, that's kind of a cool design for a bottle of wine. I wrote her back. She's like, oh yeah, it was pretty good for a sparkling wine. I was like, I have no way to judge that statement, <laughs> so I'm just gonna accept it as fact. I'm nothing to compare it to. So sure, it's it's delicious bottle of of wine. I mean, I've seen sideways, but that doesn't really make me an expert. <laughs> no. To have a nutty flavor, maybe. <laughs> I'm tasting. I'm tasting some. Um, what they did that on? Uh, uh, party down. I think. Never mind. We'll move on. It All tastes right. like dirt. Yes, that's. You get it. You're, it's supposed to taste like dirt. <laughs> True. <laughs> Seems to be the, the point behind the wine is to have some strange taste to it. Mm. You want to go on a mystery tour with your taste buds? Figure out what this was made with. <laughs> Fucking hickory. Great. You win. Sophisticated palate. Yeah. Did you say grizzles would win? No, no, no. I said prison wine. <laughs> prison wine. That's yeah. what I love. One time, we, <laughs> one time we were working at camp, we discovered that some some children were trying to make prison wine. And it, was like, it wasn't even like a 15-year-old. It was like a 10-year-old. Josh yeah, like where did you it. learn? We were doing the uh, inspections while they were at church. Yeah. The, the 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 white glove inspection on Sunday. Yeah. The real. But I'm like, what? How did child? How did you even know? I wouldn't know how to make prison wine. How do you know how to do it? <laughs> Daddy does it all the time. <laughs> I do it at home. We would do it together. He called it's it my a science, science project. Experiment. Yeah. <laughs> it's a science fair. Yeah, so, all right, well, that's most of what I got. We're going to get in these questions, or you got other stuff to talk about? Nah, sounds good. Let's get in the questions. All right. Um, yeah, so what you been listening to? I've been listening to uh, Passion Pit, the album called Manners. I think that's ooh. the only album they have. They had a uh, EP. What, you say ooh like you don't like it? 
No, I've never heard it, but hipster cred. It is. You know, I've really been listening to a bunch of hipster shit lately. And yeah, I it happens. Uh, yeah, I didn't fully realize that until, I mean, shit, the hipsters make some good music. It's, they do. You've, I, I bet you, if it didn't come with all that hipster baggage, you'd probably like this band. Oh, no, I, 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 I don't have anything against listening to some hipster music. Yeah, well... The thing is, the people... The fucking hipster thing is, like, about to reach. It's like, I'm kind of sick of it. Because it's like, hipsters were always around. They were called fucking nerds before they got cool. Okay? Now they're fucking cool nerds. Okay? And so there's been... Hipster music has been around forever. Okay? I blame Donald Glover. Now it does this little... What? I blame Donald Glover. Yeah. Might be his... Well, he... I don't know. He came a little bit... A little bit later to the party. But yeah, uh, he, he, he came later over. to the party, but he sure as, you know, sure as shit has hyped him up. Yeah. He's the, There's been about 80 people that have done a rap song with uh, that, uh, the, that gr- My Girl song. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I wasn't been even thinking eight. just about that, but like, just rapping about being a hipster. And I'm like, fuck that. I mean, well, you, not- you know the worst fucking thing to ever be foisted upon our planet is... <laughs> What? Twitter? Uh, uh, nerdcore rap. Oh, God. And it's I mean so the bad. true nerdcore rap. Like, I'm not talking about Donald Glover, because he could be a little, he's a little bit nerdcore, but I'm talking about the fucking real nerdcore shit that's like nasally and white geeks. And it's put over the beat of video games? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, just I, fucking horrible. I was on some website the other day where I get a bunch of my random shit. And uh, and they had a, a new music video from a nerdcore rapper that was just a spliced in with him rapping and then images of video games. I couldn't even finish it. I was like, "Fuck this shit!" I hadn't gotten yeah. too big into nerdcore, but uh, there's reason now. And oh, uh, it's just bad. It's just really bad. Yeah. And there there was a one of the fame. I forget who what his name is, but one of the more famous nerdcore rappers was on. Uh, Corolla did his show from Comic Con a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Which is a weird mix because that's <laughs> not really his crowd. Mm-hmm. And somehow this nerdcore rapper got, they were just taking guests walking up and they got that guy up there. And you could just tell that like Corolla was biting his tongue so badly it was bleeding. Because <laughs> the guy was just being fucking stupid. <laughs> just awful. He was, the, the guy was complaining about how uh, They Might Be Giants have like spurned the nerdcore rap community. Yeah. Like won't say that they're like a nerd band. And oh, I don't know why. Because and I'm like, I know why. It's because they don't want to be associated with shitty music. Because they actually have some good music. They don't want to be well, a part of your shitty scene. Yeah. So anyway, all right, go back to uh, Passion Pit. Yeah, no, I just I listen to them. They got a couple of real good songs that I like, and um, I also uh, I would I'll hit them up. I would also throw out Dave's of Thunder because now I've started subscribing and listen to a couple episodes and. I was uh, I was listening to I think it was Bill Simmons when when Dave Damashek was on there promoting Dave's of Thunder saying that he was about to start it and that kind of stuff I had never really checked it out until past two past weekend and and I'll get into why in a minute but uh, but that's what I've been listening to yeah yeah I would suggest to listen to that too well I was hoping that you were going to throw the Arcade Fire in there well I haven't. I haven't purchased the CD yet, and I knew you were going to be talking about it, so I was going to wait on, well, on your review. I've listened to the first three songs, and that's it. Let's hold off on it, because I haven't 
I haven't finished the album yet. I have I keep getting interrupted. Yeah. So I'm like three quarter, and it's long. It's like 16 songs. Really? Uh, yeah. And I'm um I, I'm I'm getting through it, but um it, not because I don't like it, just because it's taking a little while, and I want to give it some time. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, so far, it's a slow burn, just like their other two albums were a slow burn. Yeah. The first album was a slow burn that uh, resulted in a satisfying explosion. Yeah. The second album was a slow burn that just kind of fizzled out. Like taking you know? your talent to South Beach? Yeah, totally. Uh, just, you know, just... Yeah. But, you know, good album, good songs, just not... Doesn't have that spark to it. And then this one is kind of in between that. I mean, not in between, it's more... It's it's their second best album is what I would say. Yeah. Well, but it's a slow burn, so I don't know for sure yet. Because even with Funeral, it took a while. But then I loved it. Actually, bringing me back to something that I failed to mention, um, this cues it, because I had asked Mitchell um, when we were going to eat lunch if he had gotten a new album. He goes, no. And then under his breath, he goes, I don't listen to that shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But at the same moment, he gave me a CD of a bunch of MP3s of what he's been listening to this summer. And um, I've listened to two albums on that yeah. CD. Like, it was a CD of, like, he gave me, like, six albums. And the two that I've listened to right now so far are fucking awesome. And yeah. once I get all the way through that, I'm going to be I'll, – I'll bring it up probably next week or whatever on the podcast. But some really good stuff. One of the albums is this woman – um, and the reason, part of the reason I'm not talking about it too much is because I can't remember her name, but she was produced, the album was produced by the bassist for Band of Horses, and I got into uh, that today. So, I'm, I mean, like, shit, new music, talk about it. Like, the past three weeks, new music, I'm real hype on on going out and, and buying the Arcade Fire album. Like, I know I'm going to buy it, so I was just holding off on it. Three ninety nine on Amazon right now. I, I want to go buy the CD, too, at some point in time, just because I have the other two, but... um. Yeah, I got it. I downloaded it, and uh, yeah, so I it, I need to spend more time with it. We'll talk about it again but later. I'm speaking sure. Speaking of, you you brought this up the other day. You said, "Why the fuck aren't CDs two dollars?" Yeah, right. <laughs> and right. I don't right. get it. Like, Amazon selling it for three ninety nine. That's fucking cheap, right? I know that's, it's like how cheap. Why why are CDs still like ten dollars? I don't understand 15. it. Why? They're, yeah, they're still fifteen bucks. They're dying out. It's like they're dying out. Uh, we we have to uh, raise the prices so we make more money on them. Yeah. That does. What kind of logic is that? I don't get it. No, they ought to be a dollar. I ought to be able to go in the store with a dollar and buy a CD. And still, this the same amount of money would go to the <laughs> the band that does now when it's fifteen dollars. Yeah, definitely. You probably would. Moving right along. Uh, but that's not what I've been listening to. Oh, I'm not yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, go ahead. It's a, what I've been listening to is the new M.I.A. album. That's right. And uh, I, had li- I had heard a lot of people. I was real down on it because a lot of people had said it was just awful. They hated it. They couldn't stand it. It's gotten bad reviews. And I really love it. I've Ooh. listened to it a lot over the last week, and I really, really like it a lot. I, I, I don't think it has like quite the heart of the first two albums. Yeah. Uh, but I think part of that comes from when you're somebody that's like coming up and you're getting all this cred and you're like kind of fiery and you're fighting for something like she, you know, she's got all these kind of causes she believes in. Mm -hmm. Once you make millions upon millions of dollars, 
it's sort of like rappers coming up. They've got a lot to rap about, and then they make fucking shit tons of money, and then it's like, oh, well, what have you really got to say now? Yeah. I'm making all this money? Yeah. So there's a little bit of that. You saw, I saw it with the streets, too, where the streets was like, you know, was this little, the little project that could. And then yeah. the guy made a bunch of money, and his later albums just didn't quite have the same kind of feel to it. With nothing wrong with it. It's you know you don't want to fall into I only like their old stuff because I only like them when they were poor. Yeah. But it just changed. You know your your music or your art is affected by your your life. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little bit of that in it. it doesn't have quite that passion to it, and the, the the production on it. If anything, it might be a little overproduced. It's got kind of a. Public Enemy had this sound called uh, that they called the Bomb Squad, yeah, which is basically layering upon layers upon layers of samples and beats and all kinds of crazy shit that made this awful mess on half their songs and made half their songs awesome. Mm-hmm. And this kind of takes a page from that. It's got all this crazy shit mixed in together, like all the crazy shit she did on her other albums taken to the max. And as with Public Enemy, it works on some songs and doesn't on others but some good tracks on there i i suggest it. it's called maya it's her, her new album so yeah that's what i'm gonna listen to good i've been meaning to do that once you once you said hold the boat i think people were wrong about this i've been meaning to get go check it out but yeah I haven't give it a shot yet. you might not like it i don't know i don't know i mean i think that we're similar enough when it comes to mia that i probably will Anyway, yeah. What's the hype? The hype. Um. Well, I guess this was my hype last week, but since the show might not go up, it, I, video games. Getting back into video games, playing a lot of video games. Yeah. Just uh, liking it. So yeah, that's my hype. Well, again, let's what talk about it? risk. <sighs> talk about risk. It. Yeah, we've been playing some risk. The board game risk. We've been playing it online on Xbox Live. It's a game that we're all familiar with from our past, and it's uh, caused a lot of tension it's, in our little group of uh, video game players that we play with. It's ruining homes. Yeah, it's a, a lot of feelings getting hurt, a lot of uh, betrayal. <laughs> That's uh, what that game should be called. It shouldn't be called Risk. It should be called Betrayal. It should be called Fuckery. <laughs> That's what it really should be called. This is just like Fuckery. And I mean... It, it's just like people will fucking sacrifice themselves to make a point. Yeah. Just fucking ruin their game and somebody else's game just to make a point. If I'm going uh, down, you're going down with me. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you over. The The goals change a lot. Like, it goes from me wanting to win the game to me wanting to fuck a specific player over because they took one of my territories. <laughs> it's true. I, uh,. I lost it two nights ago. I absolutely yeah. lost it two nights ago. I had the game won, and these two assholes just both trading off back and forth on me, and I couldn't take it. Ah, oh, I lost it. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. Risk. See, yeah, so that's, there's the hype. What's your hype? My hype is uh, Raleigh Wars, and... um it's a game, uh, you can check it out, RaleighWars.com, and you can read the rules there. But essentially, um, you have a target, and you've got to get that target with a squirt gun or a water balloon. 
and you're giving it's assassins. Yeah, so if you've ever played assassins. assassins, you know what it is. But if you haven't done either one, then um, you get this target's picture, home address, work address, cell phone number, and email address, and you're supposed to hunt them down and shoot them with a the squirt gun. And um, all that while, somebody has you as a target, so you got to be watching your back all the time. And I played this up at uh, Villanova when I was at school with Sepku and. He was the game organizer, and, and he's he played it a lot while he was in high school. He's got some crazy stories. But um, there's 150 people playing in Raleigh. Uh, I don't know any of them. <clears throat> and right now, I'm in the lead, and um, I've been taking it to the extreme, to the point to where some other people uh, that are friends of mine are really kind of like, you are fucking ridiculous. Like, uh, my, I've gotten three kills in four days, and... Um, Maybe uh, one-third of the field has gotten one kill, and the rest of them haven't gotten any, and there's one guy with two kills. And, um, and like, the first kill I got was kind of lucky. I mean, I pulled up on his house on Sunday, and he was helping his parents unload the, you know, some stuff into the car. So I, I took him down, whatever. It wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, well, I mean, it was. The first, I, I come running around the house, and we shoot each other at the same time. And so we didn't know what to do, and uh, so we just called it a push, and he would know what I looked like, which is an advantage for him. And, um, and then I, I pull away, but I park, and I, and I was with Greg Feltman, actually, from camp, who's uh, listening to the show, who actually is all caught up now, because uh, he's driving from Charlotte to Raleigh a lot, so we maybe entertain the idea of him being number one fan sometime soon. But, um, but he was with me. I hadn't seen him in a year, right? And I go to pick him up. Yeah. We're going to eat some lunch, you know, maybe play some disc golf. And uh, I'm like, um, <laughs> and I had told him to sign up for the game, and I thought he did, but he told me he didn't, but I didn't want to trust him. So even yeah. as he was coming out to the car, I was, like, hiding around the corner with my squirt gun out just in case he was going to try to shoot me because I didn't know if he had yeah. me. And he's like, dude, I'm not in the game. Don't fucking shoot me. But so instead of going to eat, which is what the plan was, I'm like, uh, let's go do this thing first. And he, he sits on the stakeout with me for, like, 25 minutes. And... um and he's the one that pulled me around the corner. I hop out. I run up from the back of the house and shoot the guy as he's talking to his friend about how we just shot each other at the same time, whatever. The second guy I got, I waited outside of his house for four and a half hours on Monday night, watched him cook dinner, watched him watch a movie with his friends. I almost got bitten by a, an opossum. Uh, I thought I was going to get rabies. Like I was laying in an ant hill. Like The guy has the ant problems, and I didn't get him that night, and so... At 4 a.m. on Wednesday morning, the cat wakes me up, and I was dreaming about Raleigh Wars, so I'm like, fuck it. I hop in the car. I get to the guy's house at 4.30 in the morning on Wednesday morning. I lie in the bushes. I lie in the bushes right in front of his house, and um, there's wasps everywhere. There's spiders crawling all over me. It was was wigged out, and that's when I was listening to Daves of Thunder because I took my podcast. I was like, the guy ain't going to wake up until at least 6, you know? Uh, yeah. I just listened to a bunch of Days of Thunder podcasting, and then he comes out of his house at 7 a.m. His eyes are bloodshot. It looks like he didn't even eat breakfast. He just threw some clothes on, and I, I squirted him. It looked like I killed his puppy. I mean, he was so just dis- fucking ruined his day. <laughs> ruined his day. He's on his way to work, you know. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and so I get his target, you know, because you inherit that person's target once you get him. And um, I go to work, and I look up my, my new target. I do some research, and really, Sepku's been helping me out. He's like the guy in the surveillance van. He's doing, like, 
internet research that I don't even know how to do. He, he'll send me an email of the debriefing that's like five paragraphs. It's like, this is the guy's girlfriend. This is where she lives. <laughs> this is social security number. You know, this is a tax form from last year, all this kind of shit. And uh, he's my Lester Freeman. And, um, and so I went after work that same day and got my third target. Um, I just waited at, right by his house in the bushes again. His mom comes home. He's living with his parents. His mom comes home and, and unloads the groceries into the car. I mean, she's two feet from me. It's amazing that she didn't see me. And, uh, and then she brings the dog out to walk the dog, who is obviously trying to sniff me out. Like, he could smell me, but he, she wouldn't let him go into the bushes, you know? And so uh, yeah. dude pulls home from a long day at work. I caught him slipping. He had his gun on him, but he didn't see me, and I got him by surprise. So... I've really bought into this game. I'm going to the going to extra lengths to get my targets, and um, so that's my hype. That's what I've been doing. I got a feeling this is going to end with you getting arrested. <laughs> this is like Stalker, the game, and somebody's going. It's just you're you're going to get arrested. <laughs> I bet I, right. I would be nerve. It would be nerve wracking to me. I don't think I could do it. I'd be always afraid that somebody's going to shoot me. Well, I feed off of that, though. I mean, it's it's crazy. I carry a gun. Well, the guy who has me actually mm-hmm. pulled up to my house. Like, I was getting out of my car on Tuesday night. He pulls up real fast, hops out the car, and starts shooting. He didn't tag me. He didn't know I had a gun on me. I whip it out, and we shoot each other at the same time. Sword fight. And, um, and so we call that a push. Right, because like we got each other yeah. at the same time. I didn't want to tell him he was out. He didn't obviously have the right to tell me I was out. So today I'm leaving work with my two friends at school, um, Charlie and Jason, and I look out the window and I see the same car parked right in front of my car on the street. And I'm like, fellas, you guys got to you got to help me out here, right? So I give my yeah. keys to Jason. He goes to my car and Charlie goes to his car, which is across the street. Jason takes my car away to see if he would trail him, but he didn't trail him. So I knew that I had to get to Charlie's car safely so he could take me to meet up with Jason. Well, dude is prowling out front. I can't get out. I, he sees me at the door. So I open the door and you're safe at work, right? You're safe in the building. So I, hmm. I crack the door open and I start to negotiate with him. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, how you want to do this, man? You know, cause I'm not going to leave if you're going to kill me. He's like, well, we got to do it. I've seen that you're, you're in the lead right now. I got to take you out, you know? And I'm like, yeah. well, by a, you know, judging from your gun and judging from mine, it's a range war, and I'm going to win it. He's like, yeah. uh, he's like, fuck it, I got to do it. So we try to shoot each other. It doesn't happen. I run back in the building and run out the back of the building, which I guess he hadn't scouted. He went to his car and got a bigger gun, this huge gun that is ridiculous. And um, so I run clear across campus. My fat ass has never run that fast. <laughs> that far ever in my life and i'm running through campus with all these people on orientation these new incoming freshmen and here's this big balded you know bearded guy running with a squirt gun just sweating and panting and they're all just staring at me like what the fuck is this guy doing i got picked up by my boy charlie and uh we went back by but the guy had given up hope and left and uh so i made it home safe so you know i'm kind of in in a position now to do some uh do some do some work in this Raleigh Wars. So I'm, nice. I'm even nervous to talk about it because I don't know if the guy that has me, you know, is listening to the podcast now. He might be. He knows, he knows my tactics, you know. But whatever. That's it. What's not Sweet. the hype? <laughs> I got glue in my eye the other day. 
Yeah, sucked. <laughs> how does that happen? It's, it's still in my eye, I think. How does that, have to how does that even happen? I, all right, so my cats, I put these little rubber caps on their claws so they don't tear up my roommate's couch. Yeah. And it uses this little glue to put on it, right? And so it has a little syringe thing you use for it. And when I'm done with the syringe thing, I, like, blow the glue out of it so that it doesn't dry up in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I blew the glue up out of it, but I blew it, like, near a little piece of plastic that I was, like, had the thing sitting on, like, it was too close to it. And so it hit the plastic and bounced in my eye. How does glue bounce? Glue in my It just, I don't know. It was just, I mean, it was just like a liquid can bounce, you know, like a splashed. It, like, splashed back in my eye. My eye's been red ever since. Didn't Red Lotus Mama super glue her eye? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, she 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 tweeted a picture. She thought that the um, it was like contact solution or something. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that. That's awful. Maybe that was somebody else. But I thought it was Red Lotus Mama. I don't know. That's fucked up. To ask her about that. So is it yeah. is it working itself out? I guess it is. It's better today, but it still kind of hurts. It's a little dry. It feels really dry. So I don't know. I probably should have gone to the doctor about it long ago, but I didn't. Hmm. What's your high, uh, uh, high? I've only got two more weeks of summer left. Mm-hmm. School's yeah. starting back, which I get, you know, not that big of a problem. Yeah. You know, no sympathy for you. Yeah, yeah. Let's not for me. Hype's Nine to out. five. <laughs> I'm still out. Uh, I pre-ordered Adam Carolla's book just to give more, you know, fellatio to Adam Carolla. Uh, I pre-ordered his book. It's 13 bucks. I pre-ordered it because I was like, you know what? I've enjoyed this podcast so much and people have donated money to our podcast. I could pre-order the guy's book for 13 bucks. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I wasn't even that excited about the book. I'm going to read it. I think it might be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so throwing some love his way, but who knows whether it's going to be good or not. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah. At least you're not, you know, deep-throating him by saying that's the hype. You, you're putting it on the hype still out. It's on the shelf. Yeah. You're looking I at it. I don't know. Examining yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, well, my hype still out is uh, this, this disc golf tournament on yeah. Tuesdays. Uh, nobody's hit a hole-in-one all summer, and they carry they. You pay $5, and $2 of that goes to this ace pool. So if somebody hits the yeah. ace, they get all the money. Uh, nobody hit it again on this past Tuesday. I've been going and playing in it every Tuesday, and um, it's up to thirteen hundred dollars now. Mm. If you hit a hole in one, you get a thousand three hundred dollars. So the hype's still out as to whether or not I can hit a hole in one. I've only hit, I've only hit one in my life. You know, like odds are I'm not going to hit a hole in one, but yeah. it could happen. Yeah, it could. Happen. It could. I'm going to say right now on the record, if I hit the hole in one on Tuesday. I'll cover the rest of the bill for the for the microphones. Nice, but I really don't want to. But I'll do it. Yeah, I'll I'll be so flush. When you flush, you flush. Yeah. Well, there you go. I still out. What have you been surfing? Uh, cracked. dot com. Really? Yeah, I'm looking at but they got some funny stuff on there, man. You sent me that family circus. You yeah. love Sean, baby. You love. I love Sean, baby. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Mm. His uh, fireworks thing was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. He's uh yeah Sean Baby the writer for EGM who writes he his specialty is play, he he's lined himself up to where he has to play really shitty video games and then review them like the worst video games ever made. 
He's got a bunch of funny old EGM articles about that. But yeah, so I've been looking at, but not just his stuff, but there's tons of stuff on crack.com. It's a lot of funny stuff. So. Wasn't that the poor man's Mad Magazine back in the day? Yeah, I think it does have a magazine equivalent. I think it might be by the same people. It's just a different sort of style magazine. Yeah. I um, um I used to look at Cracked a whole lot, and, and I haven't lately. I've just gotten out of the habit of it because it's all lists, yeah. and I got tired of lists. You know, yeah. it's got a lot. They got a lot of like ten worst, ten best, all that kind of. Yeah, thing. I like lists. Though. I'm all about lists. Yeah, well, the, my favorite I think was the top ten poor man's version of other actors. You know, they yeah, had the famous yeah. actor and then the the. the beat. Oh, I gotta look that one up. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I uh, I've been surfing a lot about this. Uh, a lot of editorials about the uh, the Ground Zero Mosque. Yeah. Vote about that and that kind of stuff, and I, I recommend uh, to anybody that would be willing to to go read Mayor Bloomberg's speech about it that he gave two days ago or yesterday. I don't. Yeah, yeah. two days ago. I really like that speech, and um, I think it it encapsulates my view on it. And uh, so that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna put out there. Yeah, you've been surfing a fuck ton of Inception, too. <laughs> Every day I get three or four Inception emails. And they all say, this is the last time I'm going to send you something. <laughs> well, something new comes out. And... and they're pretty good, most of them. Yeah. There's a lot of Inception stuff. Yeah. I've been meaning to go back and see that, but I haven't gotten to see it. Yeah, me too, yeah. We went to... <sighs> Shit, Mackenzie and I went to a movie last weekend. I'm... Obviously, it was a forgettable movie. Yeah, but Salt. No, we didn't go see Salt. It it came out last weekend. What the fuck came out last weekend? Last Friday. Oh, Dinner for Schmucks. Oh, uh, yeah. How's that? If you go see it, you're a schmuck. Oh, uh, yeah, that's bad. Steve Carell was good, which I expect... Yeah, it looks like it has maybe two funny scenes. It does, Yeah, the scenes, the scenes themselves aren't that good, but Steve Carell's good all the way through, which I thought Paul... R- I was really going more excited about Paul Rudd than I was... Steve Carell, but Steve Carell stole the show. And uh, Zach Galifianakis was in it, but he didn't really do much for me. But there is a new Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis yeah. where he has uh, Steve Carell on. Recommend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's funny. So uh, That's all I got. Cool. We doing a what was that? I don't think so. We don't have one. Good. Yeah, we're just going to wrap it up. We're at the, the hour mark, so uh, check us out, uh, IOLTOS.com, Twitter, at IOLTOS. Uh, also, thank you, Miss. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks to the Oatmeal Conspiracy. Don't forget, and, to, uh, don't forget to email us about whether or not you would be willing to buy a shirt. I only like yeah. Thanks, Clay. Just enjoy another episode I only like your own stuff We'll see you next time Have a good night